Welcome to Performer's Stuff Pro Series, a collaborative forum where working professionals can share together their knowledge, experience, and hopefully a little wisdom, but most importantly, their collective passions for live entertainment. Panelists, you're all very much welcome, and uh, thank you for being here. And there's no right or wrong answers, just share your experiences. It's uh, invaluable and fun to, to, to share. Um, Let's start with a question. What makes a good audition from behind the table? Joyce. Um, I like to see people be real. So for me, an audition is someone who came in, they were prepared, uh, they let me see their authentic selves, they didn't come in in character, and um, yeah. That's it. Really, it's much simpler than I think most people think. I just really want to see who you are. And uh, I want to be able to then take that and sort of figure out how it fits into what I plan to do with a piece. Joyce, do you think there's value from the minute you walk in the door? Uh, it, or is it just the performance piece itself that you're interested in? Uh, that's a good question. I think the minute you walk in the door, um, it's nice to see you relaxed and, and ready to sort of, you know, do the job. You know, at that moment, the, the performer's job is just to, to audition and to give me a little bit about themselves. I think often, especially with auditions that have a lot of performers coming in, I may not be paying attention to you as you walk in, only because I'm still jotting down notes from the last audition. Um, so it's great to have folks kind of come in and, you know, give me a moment and... Uh, but, but yes, relaxed, ready to go. We like to see it. Perfect. Christian, what makes a good audition for you? Yeah, I, I want to see their authentic self. And I want to take a, I don't want to see somebody try too hard. You know, I don't want to see them come in in character. I want to see who they are. Um, and I think it does matter when they, the moment they come through the door, how they're going to respect my time, my colleagues' times that are around the table. Um, because I, I, I want to know what they're bringing to the table as far as their performance. But I also want to know that I can live with this person from nine to five for the next six months. You know, I mean, those, those shows become a family. And so I'm also casting my family for the next run of the show. Mm -hmm. So if you're somebody who's behaving unprofessionally or you're going crazy, then what is that going to do to my company? You know, so I want to know that that they're they're buttoned up, they're professional, they thought about their audition and that they're respectful of my time, my space and and my colleagues around me. I can tell you that when when we auditioned at Phantom, um, we had people that by the time they got to the center of the stage, we knew we didn't want to hire them. Yeah just because the way they carried themselves and their attitude, which is a terrible thing, but it's also enlightening. You know, yeah. you, you know, it's for exactly that same reason. You want to work with these people and they are going to become your family and interact with your whole family, not just yourself. Mm -hmm. um, Gabby, what, um, as, a, as a writer um, and a collaborator from behind the table, what makes a good audition for you? 
Well, I agree with the both of them. I think you need to come, you know, I want the person to come in authentic and relaxed because whatever energy they're bringing into the room, we're going to feel from behind the table. And I think what Christian said about respect is important as well, because when an actor's coming in, they're asking to be a part of an established team that's already here. There's already been work and hours and meetings and things put in. And this is just an actor coming in to hopefully fill, you know, I want them to fill the job. I want them to be the right person. So having that respect when they come in, have they done the research about the project? Do they know what they're signing up for or is they just roll out of bed and come in and you can tell that when somebody walks through the door so we talk quite a lot about authenticity what does authenticity really mean to you gabby eye contact personally i think eye contact is important i think that it depends on your personality if you're somebody who's naturally funny and a jokester and you have the personality where you can crack a joke with the person at the table go for it but if that's out of character for you don't do something that would be you know fake or weird or out of place um sometimes you know i'll get a compliment from somebody behind the table or i'll give a compliment about shoes or if they're trying to reach out to you take the opportunity if they ask you a question about your resume you know actually go and and let let the guard come off for a second you know everyone walks in I think a little stiff sometimes to auditions but when we want you to be authentic we want to see the person underneath all that I also think about being present because if you're present then you're interact then you're your real self if you're not then it's going to be hard to work with you so Joyce authenticity to you what's it mean I think that um, most performers, um, I think most performers are still figuring out who they are. And so sometimes they try on different personas. And so I would say authenticity in an audition stand, from an audition standpoint, is I want to see you on your best day in the rehearsal room with your pianist. Like when you just really nailed it and you guys smiled and you hugged each other and you went, yes, that was it. Um, that often that authentic moment is when you're at your best and we talk a lot about people feeling like they have to put on a character when they come into an audition room being professional doesn't mean putting on a character Um, it just it just means that you respect the room but we want to see you the real you and and I know that a lot of uh, especially young performers are still figuring that out Um, so use that as a little tidbit if it was just me and my friends in the room and I and I had an amazing performance just for them, what would that look like? That's what we want to see. I think we fall in love with people when they show us their vulnerability and you can only show us your vulnerability when you are authentic uh, and you can't make that up, you know? You either are authentic or you're not. Christian, authenticity to you. I love what Joyce just said, like you're performing in front of your best friends. Like, you know, that's who we want to see. You're in your living room bringing bringing your house down with your best friends on the couch and I, that that's it that's the picture right there that's who i want to see so maybe you should when you walk into a, an audition room you should look at everybody and imagine they are your best friends maybe, maybe easier said than done anyway that's a, you know what that's a great um tip just even from a mental preparation point before you come in Because I will say this, I promise you, I want you to do very well. When you come in, you should think of me as a friend. Directors are not, although there are some Hollywood stereotypes that directors are just waiting for you to mess up. The truth is, we want you to succeed. We want to see amazing performances. We, We are rooting for you. 
the whole time. So it's important to think of us as a friendly face, as someone who's invested in you doing really well. Right. That's a really you probably good. will be your friend. Yeah. You know, depending on the run of the show or how long it makes You're it. Right. You know, we're going to end up being friends. So. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I would say that's a, a great bit of advice. Performer Stuff was created to meet the needs of folks just like you. Performers, educators, and professionals in the entertainment industry. At Performer Stuff, you can search our online store for monologues and music for your next audition or to use in your classroom. On our More Good Stuff blog, you can access hundreds of articles and how-to lists created just for you by industry professionals. There are dance and voice classes and workshops at PS Academy. Plus, you can download podcasts and shows just like this one featuring performers and entertainment pros from around the world. Basically, it's an online community just for you. So check out the website at performerstuff.com or follow us on social media. What should people never do? Don't know why that made me laugh. What should you never do in an audition? So from behind the table, what should somebody never do? Gabby. Come up into my personal space. That is a, that is, I'm pleased to keep yourself away from me. Um, I want to be, I want to watch what you're doing and be able to still have my own bubble. And people, I think, I don't know if they think they're being really aggressive or just really have lots of energy or they think it's going to put them the role, but like nobody wants you to like, you can back away from the table. It, but that's a, energy. It's, real. it's very real. Powerful energy can be such a turnoff in an audition room. You know, you want to see confidence, but confidence isn't about energy. You know, that's a little misplaced energy then. Mm -hmm. Joyce, what should the person never do in audition? Well, I mean, I would definitely agree with, uh, with Gabby. I think um, a, lot of, a lot of folks feel like they want to get very, very close. I would also say... Um, don't be afraid to uh, don't be afraid to just take a moment and take a deep breath. I think people are afraid that um, somehow like we're in a huge hurry, and so don't hurry. Walk in the door, take a deep breath. The hurrying only makes us sort of you know I might still be writing, I might still be finishing my thought, I might still be getting ready for you, and the nerves make people come in and just launch into it. So they walk in the door and they go, hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm ready to start, here I go. And I'm like, hang on a minute, hang on, take a deep breath. I might wanna ask you a question. I might want to write a note about your hair or what you're wearing, or you know, just give me a second and, and wait for the nod. So don't be in a huge hurry. Don't dawdle, but it's okay. Like read the room and let me take a moment to take in who you are and don't be in a, in a huge hurry to, uh, to rush things through. I think reading the room is the key because it's all about energy. You have to go into the energy that's there rather than bring in energy and create havoc. Exactly. So, yeah, good. Uh, Christian, what should somebody never do in an audition? Um, I, I love both those answers. Don't shake my hand. Don't invade my personal space. Don't hurry. And I, the only, I, I think the thing I would add is don't presume on a friendship yet. Mm. You know, don't, you don't know me. You know, just easy. You know, unless you do. Or you even know, if you think you know the person, like, just chill. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't, 
don't presume you know me. Don't presume on a friendship. Don't be too informal. This is still a professional gig. You know, yes, we want you to have fun. I want you to think of me as a friend, but I'm still your potential boss and employer and person who's going to be giving you notes and critiques. And, and uh, I want you to show me a sense of professionalism that you can listen to me, that you can respect the position that I hold. And if the choreographer is next to me and if the costume designer is next to me, that you respect their craft and who they are and what they've done to get behind that table. So don't presume too much. <laughs> Does that make sense? Um, yeah, that's a great answer. Familiarity in auditions is a, again a huge turnoff. You know, you know somebody knows somebody that knows you, and don't bring that into the audition room. Um, can you tell if an actor is prepared or not, Joyce? Yes, one hundred percent. I think. Um, I think being prepared is something that we can read pretty quickly and being nervous is not the same thing as um, being unprepared. You can be very, very prepared and still have nerves and that's okay. We can, we can tell the difference for the most part. I mean, there might be a half a percent of, uh, of folks who can just roll out of bed and walk into an audition and nail it. Um, I would say that's probably not you. Like, I, I would assume that you're the person who needs to prepare. Um, preparation can be everything from the actual audition piece, whether it's a monologue or whether it's a song, or it's the preparing before you got in the room. Did you, did you ground yourself? Did you focus? Whatever that looks like for you. Did you do homework about the role or about the company that you're auditioning for before you got there? So all of that comes into play when you get in the room and it actually helps you leave the nerves at the door. And, uh, and for us being on the other side of the table, it lets us relax into being able to enjoy your performance. Great. Christian. No, I, it, you gotta be prepared. Yes. You can absolutely tell if someone is prepared. Yeah. You can tell people wake up, they literally roll out of bed. They haven't done their hair. They haven't done their makeup. They, they, I don't know what they're wearing, you know. <laughs> um, so currently, you know, I work for Disney. I represent Disney. We cast Disney shows. And sometimes it really makes me wonder what somebody was thinking when they come in and they're just blazing their tattoos. Like, do you know the company you're auditioning for? You know, and I've seen that, you know, for the other companies I've worked with or for the other shows that I've done is, did you do your research on who your potential employer is going to be? You know, there is... Yeah. And then one of the other ways I think people get caught off guard with not being prepared is their second choices. You know the first song, but then we say, okay, now sing a ballad. Oh, well, what do you want to hear? No, no, I, it's your choice. I don't know what's in your book. I don't know what you know. You know, so then they flip through their book. They're looking for their second song or they're looking for their second monologue. And I think that catches a lot of people off guard. So know the, know the first song you're going to sing, but know the second song or the second monologue you're going to do. That's where people really show how unprepared they are. That's a great point. Thank you. Gabby. Um, agreed. You can completely tell if somebody's prepared or not. And especially with spe uh, specific to musicals, if somebody kind of listened to the show, maybe in the car on the ride here once versus they actually <laughs> know the show, know what song, know this, know this character sings this at this time. Like that makes a huge audition, a huge difference for us too, because we see that you know what you're talking about. You know, and if you know what you're talking about, it's going to help us place you in the spot that you want to be placed in more easily. 
I can't tell you, Gabby, how many times in auditions I've been there and people have walked in and you've asked them, have you seen the show? If it's a, no, I haven't seen the show. And you ask them, well, do you know about the part? No, t- tell me about the part. <sighs> Why? Why should I tell you about the part? I'm not going to hire you. So, no. There's 10 other people right behind you who studied it and know it better than you did. So, You know, auditions, it's a way of seeing people's passion. You know, it's all about passion and, um, and what lights you up. And knowing your craft is uh, about being passionate about the business you've chosen to be in. Um, a lot of, uh, people make a lot of assumptions about what we think, quote unquote, we being the people on the other side of the table. So, you know, that goes back to the be prepared as if you are showing me this character for the first time might make a difference for me. You know, don't make, don't make any assumptions, come in, get yourself prepared. You might show me something different. Um, or you might show me that you're willing to do the work. That's the other piece is I know now that you're willing to do the work because you came in prepared. And Joyce shared a book with me uh, a little while ago called The Four Agreements. And there's four things you have to do. One is be impeccable with your word. The second is don't make assumptions, like Joyce was just saying. The third is don't take anything personally. And the fourth is always do best. So those four little things are just such keys, I think, to, to, to turning up to try and be yourself anywhere. So... Um, Yes. Um, I just want to say, because you did mention, Mark, it's all about passion, but passion does not qualify you for your role. You have to be prepared. You have to do the work. I can't tell you how many people think that just because they love our product, love it and dreamed of it, they think they should get it. It's, it's always been my dream. It's always been everybody else's dream, too. That doesn't qualify. Just because you love it doesn't make you qualified for the role. That happens a lot. Do the work. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, I, I worked for Cirque du Soleil for 16 years and that happened all the time. People were blown away by what they saw and wanted to be a part of it, but they were often placed in the wrong place uh, and then they didn't succeed. And it's all about knowing what you're good at, knowing what you're capable of and being able to to turn up at the right time. A lot of it's about timing as well. You know, it's being in the right place at the right time and being the right fit, you know. But I would say when you display passion, people want to help you, you know, when you're passionate and they want to help you get to the right fit. So to me, me it's, uh, yes, just because you're passionate, you're not going to get a job. But because you're passionate, I'm going to help you get the right job because I will want to believe in you. If you have a huge audition coming up and you don't want to search through the same old monologue books, check out performerstuff.com. Our custom search feature lets you narrow down exactly what you're looking for, get a quick preview of the monologue, then print it out. Plus, lots of materials come straight from the playwright, so you won't walk in with the same monologue as everyone else. It's the easiest way to get your audition or classroom monologues. Search, preview, print at performerstuff.com. Okay, as a producer or director or a creative person behind a table, what are you looking for in an audition? Let's start with you, Christian. Uh, I'm, I'm looking to see the palette that I have to work with. Uh, I'm looking, what is your, your ability? 
And how are you moldable? How can you become what we need you to become? So can you take direction? Um, are you able to stay present and hear what is being said? Um, I, I, I just want to see that you, your authentic self, you know, this is, this is what you're, this is what you have uh, for us to work with. Okay, Joyce, what are you looking for in an audition? Um, I think I'm looking for a good work ethic. I think I'm looking for someone who is respectful and kind. Um, it doesn't necessarily seem like that would show up, but often it does show up just from the way that somebody walked in the door. And um, I think Christian mentioned it earlier. We are building a family, a team that's going to work really hard together for for weeks and months. And uh, so it's important. So I'm looking for the, the talent is important. Um, but something that young performers will learn is um, we will often cast the second most talented person in the room if they're the easiest to work with and have the best work ethic. Amen. I would, yeah, I would say that's more often than not now because it's too much work to, to invest in people that are hard to manage or don't fit in and think they're better or, or different than everybody else. So. so part of the package for me is not just can they sing the highest note, but how are they being in the room? How are they being around other people in the audition space as well? And that reputation, I mean, it's too small of a world, right? That reputation yeah. gets around. You misbehave in one show, you might not get cast in the next show that you're perfect for just because of your behavior. Yes. But then that respect, too, I have literally had moderators come from the holding area, walk in to give me a resume and say, don't hire this person because they were jerks out in the waiting area. <laughs> and a lot of those moderators are friends of the directors, of the choreographers, you know, of the accompanists. Awesome moderator. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you gotta, that's a great point, Joyce. That yeah. respect is so important and that, that professionalism is so important. That's yeah. what I want to do. Gabby. Um, I agree completely with what they both said. You just, you don't want to be too extra. You know, you want somebody who's going to walk in and make you feel good because you're going to be working together. And if you're, if your authentic self is that you're extra, well, then you have some personal work to do, but your authentic <laughs> self shouldn't be, you know, your authentic self in, you know, in your best case scenario, you're walking in and you're feeling good, you're feeling relaxed and you're, and you're there with them and they're going to want, that's what they want. That's what we want. Is that a real phrase? Because I'm going to use that from now on. Don't extra. be so extra. Don't be so extra. That's definitely a phrase. Sometimes you just, need, just give me your best. Yeah. Give me extra. I don't need more. Just, just the best. Okay, got it. <laughs> I love that. Um, we've sort of touched on the next question quite a bit, but how do you want actors to be in an audition? So, Joyce. Um, I want them to come in. I want them to and be fairly relaxed. I want them to just take a moment to read the room. So again, don't hurry up. If I'm still writing, give me a moment. Um, I want to see that they're respectful to the accompanist if it's a musical audition. So I think that that's one of the things that many performers don't realize that we have an eyeball on. How did you speak to the music director? How did you treat them? Were you respectful? Did you wait for them to help you? You know, all of that, don't, yeah, don't do the snap and don't yeah. do it right, Christian. Um, so that's what I want to see first and foremost. And then take a deep breath. Know that I may ask you a question 
Or I might just say, okay, go ahead, please. And then when you're finished, I, I may ask you a question then. I want people to, if there was one piece of advice I would give everyone, it's take a deep breath and then maybe take another one. <laughs> just, just be in the space so that I can really get a little glimpse of who you are. That's what I'm looking for. And, and Say I came into the room and I'm really nervous and I'm finding it hard and I didn't know I was going to be nervous. How would you be if I said, I'm, I'm really <laughs> nervous, I'm so sorry? How would you well, feel? I mean, I think um, I'm often like, I'm the Paula Abdul when I, in the group when I audition. So I think I'm actually kind of easy to audition for. I, um, I try to be really respectful of the performer because I, you know, guess what? It's hard to get up and audition in front of somebody. And, and I recognize that as somebody on the other side of the table. So I have been in auditions where the person is very, very nervous and said, you know what, hang on just a minute. Let's, let's start over. But first, take a deep breath. Tell me what you had for breakfast today. Okay, great. Now take another deep breath. Let's do it again. I don't want someone to give me a performance that, that they were miserable with. I want them to relax just enough to give me something that they're proud of. But I think you said something earlier on from behind the table. You want everybody to, su to succeed. You don't oh want to ask yes. why are we there. So you, you want them to take. You, you want them to. Yeah, you want people to to do good. So and you have to have as a performer. I think performers have to have the courage to say what they need within reason. You know. So yes, Gabby. Um, what are you looking for in an audition? Well, I want to touch on, answer that question, touch on what Joyce said about the accompanist. I think I like to watch from the moment you walk through the door to the accompanist and have your moment to the moment you stand in front. I think that how you, how you treat them is everything and that could be a whole nother conversation um, video series about the best way to talk to your accompanist. But I think that's really important because you're about to perform something with them. If you have the luxury of having an accompanist, that never mind all the auditions where that's not a luxury available to you. So I think having that, take advantage of it. Don't just take them for granted to actually use them in the best way possible for you. Do you need a bell tone? Or do you want an opening core? Do you have a line? Like, don't make it too complicated for them, but communicate that enough. And I want to see that you're communicating with them because then I know from behind the table, okay, they've prepared, they're ready for me. It makes me want to sit up a little more and really pay attention to what they're doing. Okay. Respect and humility go along way in in any room and in, in you know just in line at a grocery store when you see it it blows me away you know and uh yeah um okay quick fire quickly um if you could have dinner with any actor who would it be and why christian oh man any actor mm -hmm. <sighs> oh man uh, quick fire, quick fire. Gabby, um, we'll come back to you. Gabby. Selena <laughs> Bottom Carter, because she is my favorite. I love her and I want to know how she puts together her roles and her characters and what she eats for breakfast. I don't know. I just think she's fascinating. Also, second tie, Winona Ryder. Gosh. Joy. Uh, why, why Winona Ryder? That's interesting. She's oh, obsessed yeah. with her. She's she, her aesthetic is. <laughs> He's a stranger thing, I forgot. Um, Joyce. Um, actor. 
You know, out of the box, I'm going to say somebody like Anthony Hopkins. Um, and the reason being that I think he found himself later in life. I think he found his, his groove, you know, he, he hit his stride later in life. And uh, I'd love, I mean, I think there are people, uh, other people like him. I think that he was chugging along, doing his work, and then had one role that turned it for him and he unlocked something. And I would be interested to go, how do you bottle that? You know, that formula that allowed you to unlock this whole other life as an actor. So, Chris, I, I, I thought of mine. Uh, Alec Baldwin. I, I, uh, okay. I, I really liked his, his stage presence, his Broadway acting career, Streetcar Named Desire. Uh, and he, he, he just does so many crazy things. I mean, sitcoms, okay. Saturday Live. I, I, yeah, he's gone through a lot. I just I think he'd be a good guy to have dinner with. If you need music for an audition or a voice lesson, Performer Stuff's got you covered. PerformerStuff.com offers not only full music sheets, but also 32-bar and 16-bar cuts, pre-selected by our on-staff music directors with an intro and easy-to-read sheet for your accompanist. If you need some help practicing, you can download an audition bundle with the sheet music, a vocal lead, and practice track. Plus, the audio on the track matches the sheet music, so you can walk into your audition knowing exactly what to expect. As always, our search feature makes it easy for you to find what you're looking for. So when you need music, come check us out at performerstuff.com. If you could give one piece of advice to an actor coming into an audition when you're sat behind the, the table, what would it be, Joyce? Take nothing personally. I probably am looking for something that may or may not be you. And it has very, very little to do with your talent. It could have something to do with how tall you are, what color your hair is, um, the, uh, the other actor I saw five minutes before you, um, how I've written the story in my head of how I'm gonna tell the, you know, how I'm gonna tell the story of the show. Um, so take nothing personally, do what you do well. Um, and as a, and as an add on to that, know that I may very much like what you did. I may not hire you, but I'll have you in the back of my mind for my next show. Yeah. Lovely. Thank Great. you. Gabby. Um, one piece of advice, fight when it's time to fight. And I'll explain that by saying that when it's not time to fight, when you're in the room, when you're, you know, you're getting ready, you're relaxing, have that headspace. And when you're in the room and it's time to go and that that light switch gets turned on, whether you're at a callback, whether you're at a, just doing a 16 bars, that's your time to fight. And I want to see that that person knows the difference of when it's time to turn on and fight for that role. Gabby, are you sure you haven't had 30 years in the business? I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, just doing the best. It's not. Christian. Piece of advice. Uh, besides, don't shake my hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think what Joyce said was amazing. You know, um, you know, just do the work, be prepared, and then don't take anything personally. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Favorite musical or play you would like to cast and why? Christian. <laughs> Awfully hard question. Oh, that I would like to cast. Yeah. Um, I, I West Side Story. Oh, oh, give me. Oh, 
Give me my, yeah. I would love to cast West Side Story. It's got everything. It's got everything. Okay, Royce. Into the Woods. I would love to do some alternate casting for Into the Woods. Something a little out of the box. Okay. Gabby. I have to say In the Heights because it's already just my favorite musical and selfishly because I would cast me and my friends in it. (laughs) Have you already cast them in it in your head? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I have Usnavi, I have Vanessa, I have Nina, of course. I'll also give you Daniela. I'll give you whatever you need, but yes. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Best audition you've ever seen somebody do uh, and what made it so special? And then did they get the job? Joyce. Uh, huh. I don't, you know, I don't know. I've seen a lot of really good auditions. I don't have any one in particular in my head. I will say that I have often been surprised. Um, I've often been surprised. I think that sometimes you walk in the door and then someone uh, flips the switch and you go, oh my gosh, that, that person just knocked me out off my feet. And I think that's always really fun for me. I think, um, yeah, I'm always looking for a good surprise in an audition. Yes, I, I agree with you. And um, often that happens. And going back to what Christian said earlier on about meeting people in the audition waiting room you know those stage managers are usually the stage managers that are involved in the show and if they love you they will come on and go this person's fabulous we love her and we'll pay attention so i have many of those stories from from london shows um there was one girl she flew over from croatia because she always wanted to be in phantom she came she was unbelievable. She got hired as Carlotta, and now she's just finished in 42nd Street. Uh, she's huge talent, and um, but she took the, she believed in herself, bought a little plane ticket from Croatia to London, and uh, yeah, rest is history. So trust your instincts, I would say. Um, good, best audition, worst audition. Best or worst? So um, when I was in Vegas, I was uh, helping to cast Les Folies Bergère, and it had a lot of acrobats in it. And there would people would come who couldn't do gymnastics; they couldn't do acrobatics. I'd be like, if I showed up for that call, I'd be like, "Hi." Oh, you know, and it, we had this one gentleman who did a back handspring series. He did the three back handsprings, and he hit his head on every back handspring. Boom! Boom! Boom. So, of course, the choreographer said, can we see that again, please? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was terrible. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was amazed at how many people would show up to an acro call who could not do acrobatics because mm-hmm. they thought dancing good enough could get them the job. No, we need you to flip. <laughs> do, you, do you think um, there's value in people being able to be good at everything or outstanding at one or two things? Um, I wasn't outstanding at anything and I had a career. Uh, I think I was a pretty good dancer. Um, I was a pretty good acrobat. I was a, I was an okay singer and I was a pretty good actor. 
Um, but I had friends who could dance rings around me. I had friends who could out tumble me. I had friends who could out sing me. I could friends who could out act me, but I had an entire career. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think I also had the work ethic too. Uh, and I, I, I was somebody that had a good reputation of working hard and could get another job, um, by my reputation of being a good employee. Um, so that's me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that. Good, 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 good. Okay. Well, anybody else have anything else they would like to just offer as a piece of advice or something to share to the audience about auditions from behind the table? Find someone you trust that you can audition for. Practicing auditions is the best thing you can do so that they don't, um, so they don't freak you out anymore. So find someone that you trust, not the person who tells you you're pretty and smart, but the person who will actually give you really good feedback and audition for them many times, you know, or, or a group of friends. So that my advice would be find someone you trust that you can run your auditions by and do it enough times that it starts to become no big deal. Mm -hmm. I think Just that's auditions. Keep auditioning. Keep on auditioning. I have one, which is if you can schedule your day so that after your audition's over, if it's not like a late night callback, try to do something nice for yourself, whether it's getting your nails done or maybe going and getting your favorite Starbucks. And it's, it sounds silly, but with the mental health of an actor that you are not your product. I think it's important to remember that you're a person and you're a product and the product that you're, you know, giving at an audition, that's great. And the audition's going to go one way or another, but when that audition's done and you're going home, you are separate from that. And I think it's always important to, you know, treat yourself and remind yourself that you are a person too not just an actor i think that's the key to not take anything personally out of any audition because you don't know what you what they were looking for you yeah. know and if it isn't you it doesn't matter for goodness sake it doesn't matter there will be something that you're right for so it's just perseverance and persistence and keeping those dreams alive good Okay, well, thank you, panelists, uh, for sharing a little part of yourselves within our Performer Stuff Pro series and for helping to keep entertainment alive, nourished, and full of hope. And for those watching this, please dream big and continue to dream. And while you're dreaming, look out for more of these Performer Stuff Pro series. They'll be coming your way real soon. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you, Joyce. Thank you, Christian. And doodle pip. <laughs>